Hi everybody and welcome to the Ocean Riders podcast. Conversations with entrepreneurs, creatives, thinkers and dreamers who also happen to be surfers. Today my guest is all four of them. Her name is Yves Isambourg and she is a stunning, brilliant and inspiring young woman from Mauritius. At only 19, she created a movement to raise awareness about the importance of ocean conservation. This May, while she was sitting her second year college exams at Sciences Po Paris, she created the I Speak Blue 2 campaign that went viral. Eve is an, in, an accomplished surfer, a model, working as an ambassador for brands who share her values, a blogger, a yoga and a Zumba teacher, and she's also, and most and foremost, an ocean activist. She is a warrior fighting for freedom of women, surfing and ocean conservation. In this episode, Eve tells us her story and shares her experience of creating and leading an activist campaign that went viral for World Ocean Day in June. At a tipping point in our history, for our climate and our planet, we discuss what it takes to dive into the world of activism, how social media plays a great part, how to get your voice picked up by super famous NGOs such as Four Ocean, Surfrider and Oceana, and what you learn on the way. Eve has taken her movement one step further and shares with us some of the key elements of the I Speak Blue 2 report that can be downloaded on the show notes. If there's anything to take from this episode, it's the fact that anything is possible as long as you believe in yourself, your values and that you have something to say. Just take action like Eve and don't have any expectations. Eve shares her experience into what it takes to become a brand ambassador too. Actually, it's easier than you think. As she, as she now proudly represents Rip Curl Europe, Savage Clothing, Making Waves Clothing and Belle Etoile. Eve tells us the story of her most epic surf trip to Scar Reef in Sumbawa in Indonesia. And you'll find out some interesting info on where to go surfing in Mauritius. Um, just a hint here, but avoid the posh hotels and the white sandy beaches and you'll fall in love with the clean reefs of Tamarin. My apologies for the sound on Eve's end. Um, we thought it would be a good idea for Eve to record outside, but it turns out we can hear chirping of birds and a few dog barks and sometimes the neighbours. If you want to find out more on Eve Isambour, you can find everything we discussed in the show notes of the episode. You can find them on, on your listening device like iTunes or Stitcher. You can also find it on my website www.theoceanriderspodcast.com or on medium.com where I publish all my episodes too. So without a further ado, you're tuned into the Ocean Riders podcast. I'm Amy Barno and this is Eve Isambour. Uh, and welcome hi. to hi and welcome to the Ocean Riders podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you so much. So happy to be part of this. <laughs> That's great. So, um, where are you right now? So right now, I am in the south of France, in the land, uh, close to the ocean, as always. <laughs> um, I am in Moliette at the moment for a week before going to Mauritius, back home. Uh, for the listeners who don't know you yet, um, if you could introduce yourself. I'm Yves Isambour. I am 19 years old, almost 20. I am French 
and I grew up in Mauritius Island, which I call home now. Um, at the moment, I am studying uh, at the University of Sciences Po in Paris, and I am an ocean lover, so I want to work in ocean conservation, especially related to communication on that issue. Um, I am a model, an ambassador for surfing brands, a surfer, a surf addict, <laughs> and traveler, and a blogger. Oh, brilliant. That's... And a yoga, a, yoga, a yoga teacher as well. A yoga teacher <laughs> as well. A teacher as well. <laughs> <laughs> Zumba teacher. That's so cool. Okay. Um, maybe we can, we can transition to your project, which is the I Speak Blue 2. It, it's, it's fascinating and it's amazing the momentum it's, it's actually got in the past few weeks. Could you tell us about the... Um, how the inception of the the whole um, the whole project and uh, where you are now. So. All right. So um, so two years ago I moved to Paris and I was really happy because it was a choice and I wanted to do that that specific university. But living in Paris, far from the ocean, it was really hard for um, for someone that likes to surf and who grew up on an island. So very rapidly, I realized that I was missing the ocean so much and environment in general. I was missing being into nature and I was thinking, okay, I have to, to do something about this. And then so I realized I could... Um, find a way to combine my studies and my passions. It is what I've done for two years now. And then uh, I've studied ocean conservation at my uni and that was very, very inspiring. And I was, okay, I have so many ideas, so many projects. I've got like too many words, uh, pages and um, ideas that I've started writing, but nothing done yet. And I was, okay, I want to, things to change um, alone. Um, as I often said, alone, alone, I'm like a drop of water, but together we are the ocean. So it means that and if we all commit to something we like, maybe things could change and at least change a bit. So this project, um, I wanted to raise awareness. Uh, it's like a short-term project. So I wanted to raise awareness in the sense that I, w I wanted people to realize, okay, I live in this country, I live in this um, in this city, I speak that language, but in the end, we all speak blue because we all share the same blue planet. And so that was first a project to, to raise awareness with the hashtag I speak blue too. And I wanted to have a visual impact with the picture of people, like human to human, like a commitment. But very quickly, I've realized that it was not enough and that people wanted more. They wanted... Um, concrete actions, measures, ideas. They were asking and commenting the pictures and they sent it. I received so many emails saying, oh, I love the campaign. I love your ideas. It's awesome. But what can we do? Yeah. And I was so happy to receive this uh, <laughs> message because it means that the campaign had an impact. So the aim was for people to be aware of it. So now uh, they are uh, like uh, at least a few people are aware and they want to, to react. So today is the second step of the campaign. Mm -hmm. And so we've been working on that report and it basically answers three questions. So the first one, why is the ocean important? Uh, to what extent is the ocean threatened today? And the last one, what are the solutions? So it's so simple, but it's like small solutions, individual behaviors. Yeah. We can all adapt to have more like an eco-friendly behavior. So 
very very simple uh, solutions well it's 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 an amazing campaign and i really admire you for actually having to you know go from an idea to something that's real and um the fact that the the social networks have been so useful doing that is great yeah um to get yeah, you spread, you're spread, right. the, spread the word before have you ever been an activist before I I worked I volunteered for NGOs in Mauritius, uh, but it was more about educa- education and um, not that much about environment. And I think really, like moving back to France, moving to Paris, to a city, really, really had an impact on me. And I just wanted to to react. And I think I was thinking, okay, I want to to do something that means something to to help, um, but maybe I can help the kind of environment that cannot speak, but we can. So I was so frustrating to, to experience surfing uh, sessions into plastic bottles yeah. and pollution. It's, it's and terrible. I was just like, this is not possible. We <laughs> just can't live it like this. And I was like, okay, I want to dedicate my, I want to do, a prof- I don't have a professional career that means something. And I know that if you have the passion, you can do anything you want. You can so, move mountains, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, was it the surfing that gave you this ocean awareness or have you always been, have you always been passionate about? So um, I grew up in the north of France, in, uh, close to the ocean, really in the north, the closest part of England. So it was really cool, uh, a cool place. But my parents, I've been riders uh, forever. They were doing what we call speed sail, so it's like uh, it's like windsurfing on the sand, and they've been uh, doing worldwide contests. So that was part of their life. And mm-hmm. so when my brother and I uh, grew up, we were born into it. So and moving to Mauritius really really helped, really had an impact as well. So how has the reaction been to the campaign? And so the reactions were really positive ones, especially first in Mauritius because it's where my family, friends, surrounding are. But then um, because of the trips I've done, I've got friends in different uh, places in the world and so they shared as well. So I was very grateful for this. And so the movement started to, to be kind of big one actually. It was kind of uh, hard to manage my my exams with the, <laughs> with the project, the management of the project. but. The reaction was were really positive. People were telling me. So, what's the what are the statistics then from a, a month on then? All right. So, um, the number of emails I received, I have no idea. Actually, a lot, <laughs> a lot, really. Uh, but about the hashtag, um, so actually, at the moment, there are more than a thousand pictures online with the on on Instagram. We have the hashtag I speak Bluetooth. Um, but I had no expectation about the numbers of people that would be impacted. I was just thinking, okay, it's something I want to do. Um, if there's only 100 people that are going to be impacted, it's going to be 100 people. So yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I had no um, no expectations at all. I just wanted to, to share it. So at the moment, there are more than 2,000 followers. Um, but... The fight for this campaign, we're all uh, sharing the same values about ocean conservation. So there are many NGOs that would like to collaborate and share it. So we'll see what happens next. Which NGOs are you working with right now? 
This movement is supported uh, by Four Ocean. This is an NGO that is like doing recycled work with with plastic things they found on the beach. And then I've mentioned uh, so many NGOs on my project, and I got so uh, many positive feedbacks from uh, Oceana, Ocean Conservation, uh, Surfrider, um, um, uh, Take Five. Can you give us any kind of sneak peeks on what we should be doing to actually sort of help our oceans more? Yeah, so there are so many, many, many solutions. Maybe some are like tiny solutions, but if everyone do it, it can have a huge impact. So plastic is actually a huge, a huge problem. And it's, it is said that by 2050, there's going to be more plastic in the ocean that uh, the amount of fish in terms of uh, weight. So the first thing for this is just use less plastic, forget plastic bags, uh, forget plastic straws, drink uh, directly the, the coconut from the cocoa, I don't know. Um, well, the other one is about uh, seafood consumption. Mm-hmm. There are so many places in the, in the world where uh, fishes are overexploited. And it's just about being aware. Try to buy the, the fish that is uh, from the place you are and uh, that is seasonal. So just go, I'm going to put a, a link on the report and you, there's even a, an application you can use just to check this. And then um, and then it's basic, but I can say CO2 uh, emission because it's simple. Just don't use your car as much as you do. Try to buy, to use your bike and um, electricity consumption. So it's kind of very large solution, but also very specific one related to ocean. So don't release your aquarium fish into the ocean. So it's very, very simple things like this, but I've tried to to put everything in one paper. So I've found um, we couldn't talk about it for for ages. <laughs> it would take ages. Yeah. So we'll put a link at the end of the at the podcast. Yeah, we'll put a awesome. link to your awesome, to your yeah. report if it's possible, so that people can read it and download it. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and share That's it. That's the idea. Uh, with share the, with it with your family, your yeah, friends, yeah. your <laughs> your 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 daughters, your sons, <laughs> your everyone. <laughs> So how how long did it take you to actually get to the point where you were going to launch the um the idea of the I Speak Blue 2 campaign? How long have you been um, working on it? Not that long actually. I always wanted to 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 start a movement, to do something. Uh the, the past year I was just thinking about the form of it and how and I think the idea uh, came to me, I don't know, about a month, no, maybe a month or two weeks before starting the campaign, and it was I was so motivated by it, so I was just working on it every single day, and I was thinking about what would be the best um, the best forms. I was thinking about creating a hashtag that people could use, and it has hashtag has the impact of being part of something. And I just wanted to be yeah. to be, pe- I just wanted people to feel that they are part of this wave of this group of people mm-hmm. and they are not alone in this fight. So if you communicate well well on such a problem, then people will be impacted. And I think it's the first step. You have to, to be aware of the problem if you want to react. Yeah, yeah. So just to yeah. recap, um, if we want to be part of the campaign, uh, we publish a photo. Um, right. We put a, uh, we write on a piece of paper. What do we draw? What do we write then? Yeah. 
So uh, just find a piece of paper, anything. If you can reuse a piece of paper, obviously it's much better. Use the other side of the paper. <laughs> Uh, and then you just write uh, your name or surname or how you want to be called. For example, I am Evisambul, I speak French and you can write the languages you speak. And then you write and I speak blue too. So the idea is to say whatever language you speak, you speak blue as well. And repost it on your social networks. And beyond the 8th of June, will we be able to still use the hashtag and still sort of keep the whole ball rolling? Obviously, the hashtag will still be on, but this campaign is kind of a short-term one, so the aim is really to do them as much as noise as we can uh, during a month. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen next because... So, yeah, maybe there's going uh, to be something that is going to come uh, right after the campaign, but I'm still working on it and so many collaborations so many people want to have awesome ideas that could be uh, combined with with the campaign so we'll see so that's fantastic so if if somebody wanted to do the same thing as you um start a campaign yeah. what would you what was the advice that you'd give them to um do it <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you're motivated and if you have an idea no matter what is the idea i think I think it's just uh, telling yourself, even if it's not perfect, even if it's just a really, really small idea, just do it. If you share something with passion, uh, it's going to work in a way. So, I mean, believe in yourself and just and just if you feel that it's what you're meant to, to do and who you're meant to be, then, then just believe in yourself. I've learned so much by doing the campaign. I've learned so much about how to manage the social networks, things that I didn't know before. So even if you don't know how to do things, doesn't mean you cannot, you cannot achieve your, your ideas or your projects. So just try mm. and move and, and do it. And we need a lot of things like this to happen. Uh, Okay, well, that's pretty sound advice. Did you have? Did you face any challenges? Did you have any kind of bad reactions, or has it all been like surfing on a really nice, yeah. glassy wave? Uh, so it was so positive, but really, really positive. But I had uh, a few comments that actually it was kind of. Uh, I had a weird feeling because I, I really wanted it to be really a positive movement, but I had feedbacks mm-hmm. of people who were saying, but. What's the aim of a picture and a hashtag? What is really going to do for the ocean? What is, people did not understand that. Uh, we're not understanding that um, communicating on something and, and spreading the word has already a huge impact because, because people start to be aware. But I think those people were right, in a, were right in a way. And it was an obstacle, but then I used it as um, something I had to think about and not something I have to, to try to... To, to forget. No, it was really interesting comments and it's actually what uh, made me realize, okay, I have to do a report. So I'm so grateful for those mm. people and for those reactions <laughs> that were spontaneous but were really, really helpful for the... That's really for, constructive. Yeah, for really very constructive. So. so you're a professional surfer. You've been sponsored by some uh, some really cool surfing brands. How did, how did that happen? What's the process for somebody who wants to to All find right. A so um, I think I, I've not done uh, competitions to be sponsored. And what happened is that you know it's just when we were talking about starting a project, just go for it. So I wanted to be an ambassador, mm-hmm. ambassador for brands, and I wanted to to represent brands I loved. So I just 
I just mm -hmm. say, okay, yeah, go for it. You have to, you have to do something to, 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 to have something in return. So okay, I did, yeah, take action. Take action. Seriously, this is it. So basically, what happened is that I contacted these brands, uh, email, Instagram, Facebook. I was sending uh, tons of emails and messages, but, but. I think it's important that when you really want something, you you do as much as you can to 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 maybe to for it maybe to to work out. So if you if you really want something to happen, so this is what I did, and I sent lots of messages, and I was telling them that I just wanted to share the values of the brands, mm -hmm. and it was not just about obviously it's about the products, but it's about the lifestyles of this brand mm. and the, the values of them and. So the brands I, I am representing uh, combine uh, so the freedom of women, the surfing, mm -hmm. and the environmental uh, consciousness. That's <laughs> yeah, so cool. So which which brands are you ambassador for? So I've been uh, ambassador for Ripcall uh, the la the past three years now. Huh? Uh, that was the first one has. We were showing the same values, and as I was traveling a, a lot, it was interesting for them and for me, and so it was a really, really nice way to start a collaboration. And then today I'm also ambassador for uh, Savage, uh, so um, it's also related to women in surf. And then mm -hmm. uh, very recently for Making Waves Clothing, so that's a very new brand, but actually I love it because it's uh, related to my values in terms of environmental consciousness because it's made out of recycled plastic. And um, and then finally, I am uh, working for Immersion magazine. So it's Immersion. So it's uh, it's Anderson magazine as well uh, in France related to the women's voice uh, of surf. I love that magazine. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's such good photos. Yeah. Can um, could you just remind? So there's Rip Curl, um, Savage, yeah. and what the 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 one uh, the, the one that make, does eco friendly making waves clothing making waves. and then finally the last one is my mother's brand. Oh, <laughs> I great. am ambassador as well. So it's called Belle Etoile, and uh, mm -hmm. it's about women uh, and all about things related to the ocean and beach accessories. So. Yeah, I'm just happy to be part of this family project as well. <laughs> What's surfing in Mauritius like? There's um, is there, there a big surfing scene there? No, but I think I shouldn't say it too loud. No, no, okay, <laughs> that's terrible. There are loads of sharks. Uh, don't go to Mauritius. <laughs> no, uh, the surfing no. there is pure and, uh, yeah, contrary to Reunion Island, I think it's mm -hmm. nothing. It's, you cannot compare both <laughs> because of the, the shapes of the island and like the... The, the shark problem in Reunion, but in Mauritius mm -hmm. there are no sharks, uh, no dangerous, no dangerous ones, uh, no attack before. Uh, but the waves, that not a lot of waves like in the, um, but it's uh, reef, like uh, mm -hmm. most of the part in Indo. But Mauritius, the water is pure, um, the waves are super clean, and um, so yeah. Maybe three main spot people know, and then the other ones you have to access by boat. So kind of complicated right. to access, but when it works, it works very well. Excellent. So what kind of swells are the best for, for surfing in Mauritius? Is it what orientation of the swells is best? Uh, so it depends on where you are in the, on the island, but usually southwest. Yeah. 
is the best south because the, the surf mm -hmm. spots on the southwest part of the island. So. so when did you get your first board? In Mauritius as well. I was about 13 years old, so it's it's what I wanted for Christmas, I think. I, I don't remember, <laughs> but I think, yeah. What kind, uh, what kind of a board was it? It was an aloha, a size mm -hmm. of five, six, I think. Um, I loved it. I still have it, actually, mm -hmm. at home. Yeah. It's still here. <laughs> it's a bit broken, but I still have it. <laughs> and... Um, and very recently, last no, when I was 18, when I turned 18, I got an Aloha as well. So it was kind of funny to mm -hmm. to, to, to uh, have nice. an Aloha, like, uh, I don't know, five, six years later, but an, a longboard. <laughs> because I started longboarding, and now I'm addicted to it. So <laughs> it's harder to, to travel with a longboard. But... Yes, yeah. <laughs> so what are your top three surf destinations in the world? Because um, so, it seems that you've travelled a lot. Yeah, uh, you've been to lots of nice yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, I don't know if Mauritius is considered a harmer destination, but I would put Mauritius in it because it's where I served the most. <laughs> uh, uh, but then I would put Indonesia, and uh, mm -hmm. and most recently I was in Bahrain. The waves were really were not big at all, but. Uh, really nice for longboarding so and the water was amazing so i would put uh east coast australia um right. yeah i think so number one mauritius number two indonesia number three uh, east coast of of australia that's good choice <laughs> good choice <laughs> and have you got a sort of an epic surf trip experience that you'd like to share i think it was in Sumbawa actually but I think uh, it was in Sumbawa. We were because I think I've got great. Like I just enjoyed the trip in general. I was we knew we wanted to go to to this bay. You know, as you know also to Delanga. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but from Bali, it was a different experience. It was the first time we were with my parents and my brother, and we were just okay. We're going to this point, but we had not prepare really we just took the first plane with the boards and with everything and it was kind of funny and then so we we went in Lombok and then we took a, a taxi and then a car and then east Lombok and then we couldn't find any place to stay and we were with our longboards and my, and and so it was 1 p.m and we were just at the, um, the entrance of the place to get the, the ship to go to Sumbawa and we were just okay so we're gonna sleep here yeah, maybe we didn't know and then finally we <laughs> found a place and then when you leave Bali and you're like okay I'm going to this place I know the waves are gonna be amazing and it's gonna be no one on the water and it's gonna be just uh, really really cool and um, yeah and, uh, you're, you're, you're prepared to you're prepared to sort of suffer for a few hours to to get to such a nice place. Yeah. The, yeah. the worst thing is going back from there because you've got to go back home. Or you've got to go whatever, and then, and then the twelve to twenty four right. hour journey exactly. sort of turns into a nightmare. You're right. Yeah, this yeah. Is exactly. This. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was very scary because the uh, scarif was huge when we were in yeah. Zimbabwe. So 
So I just enjoy surfing a little bingin when we went there. <laughs> little bingin, yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> and also, you usually get still warned by the locals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Surf scar reef because yeah. you're gonna come out. You know, people died and whatever. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, about Mauritius and surfing in Mauritius, uh, would you be prepared to sort of um, share some uh, some nice places to go after surfing or some nice uh, restaurants or bars or hotels or uh, if somebody was traveling there to go surfing, where, where would you recommend staying? The thing is that it's not a destination people would think about uh, when uh, surfing because uh, when we think about Mauritius, we think about the five stars honeymoon uh, hotels and we think about uh, the long white beaches and uh, but um, if you come to Tamarind Bay, I think it's the place, mm-hmm. place I think the Mauritian people would not be happy for me sharing this right now. But guys, okay, we can is... we can edit that. <laughs> we can sort of take this part out of the interview if you want. <laughs> no, no, really, I, I don't mind. I mean, it's true, and no, so many people. But so Tamarind Bay is uh, is really awesome. Uh, it's where mm-hmm. I live. So if you go there, just text me, and and we can meet at Tamarind Bay. <laughs> oh, that's that's for a deal. anyone, that's any surprise okay. comes to <laughs> Um, so it's not developed as a surf destination, so but more a kitesurf one. So, for example, mm-hmm. all the hostels, all the the, um, the restaurants close to Le Monde, that is the in the southwest of the island, is gonna be about uh, kitesurfing, and there are a lot of people from everywhere in the world that just come to the Le Monde Lagoon just to to mm-hmm. kitesurf there. But when there are no wind, it's one of the best uh, wave. Just Google it oh, wow. online and you get one eye. Name it, the name of the wave and one eye is is purely amazing. You've got one left and one right, but Tamarind Bay mm-hmm. is only a left, and uh, it's called Dal. And it's 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 awesome. It's it's a beautiful uh, wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, we're coming to the end of the of the interview, and um, this is going really well. So I'm so excited. And I've got sort of. It's not a Chinese portrait, but it's a sort of the bit. I've got some phrases that I start and you finish them. If, All right, if that's okay. Okay, sure. So, um, it's the first phrase is "I love life." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I miss. I miss uh, the sun when it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish. Uh, I wish to to love and be loved. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and and I want I want to to fight for what I think is right. This is what I say all the time. And so, if you wanted to, to to say it, I write it and next okay, to my I'll name you that... can because it's what I say all the time. <laughs> Um, so just to, to, to wrap it, wrap things up, this is, this has been a lovely interview. It's amazing to have met you. Um, and I'm so excited to, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, uh, just to go back to where we can find you online. Um, so can you remind us your your handles or your blog? So Instagram is what I think I use the most. Ev, Evie Zombo, like my full name. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then I've got a blog as well. So if you want to mm-hmm. find my stories, uh, you'll be able to read my blog article. So it's the same thing. It's a bit different, like share with Evie mm-hmm. 
And okay. then I've got a Facebook account, but it's more like it's not uh, any pub any public account or anything. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I'm gonna write for immersion. Immersion, so you can you will be able to find articles in the magazine as well. Nice. Yeah, but nice. I think at the moment uh, Instagram is the best way to to follow my stories and how is the campaign evolving mm-hmm. and uh, what's happening um, with my internships and how you guys can be involved in the same NGOs uh, as I'm gonna work for. So, yeah. So where where's the where are the, the internships going to be? I'm gonna start in Mauritius. And then I'm going uh-huh. to, uh, I think I might go to Indonesia. And there's an awesome NGO that is working in Bali. It's uh, two Indonesian girls that started. It's called Bye Bye. I know them. You know them. Yeah, Bye Bye. Yes, yes. yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, my kids yeah. My kids were in their class. Really? Um, they shared classes. Yeah. So uh, they were awesome. the beginning of Bye Bye Plastic Bags. <laughs> no way. So I am yeah. probably going to work for them, uh, helping them with social media and, and, and networking. So, yeah. And then um, back to Mauritius for a cleanup at the end of the year. Well, the first one is Mauritius. You guys can Google it. Or it's uh, for the World Cleanup Day. So day in the world that people will clean the world, basically. So I'm going to work on the, the Mauritian uh, NGO initiative that relates what uh, the, the, the official NGO does at the uh, world level. And I'm going to mm-hmm. do communication for them. And then I'm going to go to Hawaii in January <gasps> next year. Yeah. Wow. Lucky you. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, really, really happy what's going to happen next. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. <laughs> thank and, you so much. And to enjoy yourself to the fullest. Thank you. Thank and, you um, so much. And thank you for... for um, for, for answering, so for being part of this podcast, it's re- a real honour. I enjoy it and, as um, well. Wish you all the best with this <laughs> as well. <laughs> that was a great episode and so inspiring to see a young woman with so many projects. Again, my apologies for the noise in the background. Thank you, Eve, for being part of this project. I had a lovely chat and I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. And the Ocean Riders podcast is all about dream jobs for surfers. And talking about dream jobs, since the episode was recorded, Eve's I Speak Blue 2 campaign earned her a place on the peace boat that took a bunch of young activists on a transatlantic adventure from Stockholm to the icebergs of Greenland and then on to New York, where she held a talk in front of UN leaders at the United Nations. To connect with Eve, the best place to start is Instagram. She changed her Instagram handle this summer, so you can look her up at the Echo Blogger, all in one word, and I really recommend joining her 5,000 plus followers to get daily inspiration on echo activism. The I Speak Blue 2 campaign is also on Instagram. In fact, she created a special account so you can follow them at I Speak Blue 2. You can find Eve's articles on her blog, www.sharewitheveisonbourg.wordpress.com and you can also find a load of uh, videos on her YouTube channel. Um, You can also find the articles she writes in the magazine Immersion Surf magazine. You can find them on www.immersion.surf. At one point of the conversation, we mentioned the ONG Bye Bye Plastic Bags, and you can find out more about them and what they're actually doing changing things on Bali on their Instagram and on their Facebook page. 
Once more, thank you, Eve, for being part of my podcast. I'm so happy we met and I wish you all the best in your new endeavours. Keep up with your positive attitude. It's so inspiring. Again, you can find all the things we mentioned in this episode in the show notes of your app or on my website, www.theoceanriderspodcast.com and on the articles I write on medium.com. So just look up Imi Barno or look up The Ocean Riders Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with another awesome surfer. In the meantime, take care, have fun and enjoy the waves. Ciao.